And now, the Sleephawk Worldwide Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brandon Staten and Tyler Hansbrough. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sleephawk Worldwide Podcast. This is Sleep Dog with the Big Hawk. What's up, everybody? It's a Big Hawk. Uh, beautiful day here at the Nest. Uh, beautiful day in North Carolina. And we have a great pod for you. Uh, super excited. Uh, sleep, let's do it. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. We've got uh, UNC football, 1-0. Had some uh, FAMU eligibility issues that we don't know a whole lot about, but uh, sure seems like a dumpster fire. We'll talk a little bit about that. Speaking of dumpster fire, we got Liv versus PGA. Uh, Big Hawk wants to talk about that. I got no clue what's going on except people just l- jumping ship left and right. Um, kind of lost interest, lost lost uh, touch with what they got going on. Interesting nonetheless. Um UNC at app next week. We'll do a little preview of that. NFL next Thursday. Uh, who knows when we'll publish another podcast since we're uh, you know on such a rhythm here. So go ahead and talk about that just in case we don't have one out by the damn time next Thursday rolls around. And uh, cookie review. And we've got some other stuff too. So um, UNC, 1-0. Drake May, five touchdowns. First game. Looks solid on offense. Going to be honest. Planned on going, didn't go. Uh, planned on watching, eh, mm, mm, didn't really watch that much. Um, but, uh, yeah, for all intents and purposes, we lit up the box score. But you got to wonder when you're favored by 45, and I said it in my cookie review, and no way we're going to win by 45 points in the first game. This is Carolina, not freaking Alabama, okay? That's not a slight. That's just reality. And when the line came out at 45, I don't really, I'm not like a regular better, a gambler, but damn, I wanted to find somewhere to take some money because I was like, dude, there's just no way. That is not a smart bet if you're a Carolina fan. 45 on the heels. I don't give a shit if they got nine people on the field. Um, I think the bigger storyline out of that game was less about Carolina because I think we did everything we were supposed to do. We played we played fine. You know, the first half was, you know, probably a little left to be desired uh, given how close the game was considering how shorthanded uh, you know, a lesser opponent was, but I think it's it's way way more about my opinion what FAMU did, um, considering the circumstances. Yeah, you know the way I look at it, this is just a warm up game. Uh, the season starts this week, and it starts in App State. App State's an in state rival. Um, actually, I wouldn't classify him as a rival, but it is. Mm, it will close. be. It will be this year. It's a hard-ass um, game every year. We've, they've come into our place and kicked our ass before. Okay, I'll classify it as a rival. Mm-hmm. And um, what I will say is to schedule this game at App State, they've they've took down some big ones. Mm-hmm. I think they beat Michigan at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat us at, at Chapel Hill. Yeah, I would say Michigan. Eh, the when big, they beat Michigan, I, I can't remember. The if big Michigan, house. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's, that's what put them on the map. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. then they're perennially – a contender in whatever division it is they play in, FBS or what have you. Matt, I think maybe they're Division One now. And, you know, the scheduling, I think, works out so that you you schedule. I mean, I remember they, we paid them like $800,000 to come beat our ass. So it's a good day. You damn sure don't want to. Here's 800000 Drive up the road, kick our ass, yeah, and go and, back and home. And head on back home. Mm-hmm. And, and it's driving distance. You know, you'll be home in time to, to uh, smoke weed up there in Boone. But, yeah, dude, never, never an easy game. No, it's uh, – it's going to be a great atmosphere. Obviously, uh, App State's just going to be a madhouse. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be our first real challenge. Uh, I'm not sure what was going on. I'm not really clear 
on what the whole debacle was with the Rattlers. Uh, were, they, were we going to have a game? Were we not? <clears throat> then I read that uh, if Florida and A&M didn't show up to Chapel Hill to play, then they would pay us 400 k And so I think that will get you on the, uh, the bus or the plane, whatever they took. Uh, Probably you know. a bus. Um, and you know what? Uh, we did our job. Obviously, uh, Drake May, I thought he was, uh, you know, he was a true standout, um, played really well. Um, but you know, once again, you know, the real test starts this week. Yeah. And it turns out, you know, like I think the, the 400 K was, was what we paid them, which we probably had already paid them. So to your point, um, you know, they'd probably had to pay it back given the stipulation of the deal. Really feel for the players because what it sounds like was it was just an administrative thing. Like, it's at first you're thinking to yourself, like, oh man, like these kids ain't going to school or class or whatever. And then you're like, wait a second, how are you ineligible in the first week of the year? Like, y'all, blah, blah, blah. And it starts to not make sense. And then the, the, the players wrote the scathing sort of, um, you know, letter that they made public and, and good for them for standing up for themselves. Cause it sounds like it's just a clusterfuck down there and, and they really screwed these kids up and, and really screwed them over, which, which, which really sucks because, you know, even as a, as a fan and you, you want to, um, you know, you want to root against the team you're playing, man, you can't help but root for those guys that had to come and go through what they went through. Um, yeah, Drake May was awesome. Sure. looks like they made the right pick at quarterback. I don't really know that it was ever that really, um, that much of a question, um, you know, almost 300 yards, five TDs, spread the ball around, um, you know, completed. Let's see, we got that's rushing 24 for 36. Is that what he was? Yeah, 29 for 37, 92% or 92.9 QBR. He's got uh, a one, two, a three, a four, a five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten receivers caught a pass. Although my man George Petaway caught one for negative five yards. Must have been a bad screen. But uh yeah, no hundred yard receivers, but he spread the ball around to ten receivers. Josh Downs, you know, picked up where he left off. He had two TDs. He had three other receivers with a touchdown. So four four receivers catching five touchdowns. We run the hell out of the ball. Uh had a hundred yard rusher. Despite our, our uh, British Brooks going down for the year, you got about 79 people, looks like, got at least a carry. Rushed the ball for 314 yards, threw the ball for 294 yards. That's um, that's 600 in my, in my book there, dude. So did what you're supposed to do, only gave up less than 350 to the opponent, mostly receiving yards. And, and given the fact that, you know, late in the game, they're trailing. Um, I don't know. I think they did fine. First game of the year. I'll take it. Do you have any idea what was going on, why they didn't come? Almost come. Uh, it was basically, it was like some paperwork got did not get done, from so, what I understand. So if it wasn't for this clause in their contract, North Carolina AM game contract was signed in fall of 2020. Uh-huh. It calls for a 400K payment if notice of cancellation is received by the non-breaching party 12 months or less before the wow. scheduled date of the game. Well, if they can't get the admin stuff right, I'm venture to guess whether they even got 400 grand in the bank as a college. Uh, dude, it's a bad look for that school. I mean, you wind up, I mean, you take something that's, you know, you wind as a as a Florida A&M 
where they're at, you would imagine that they are working hard to get a, a game like Carolina on the schedule for recruiting for their student body or, or student athletes. I mean, um, you know, to mess it up this bad is 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 like the exact opposite of what's supposed to happen. So I don't know, man. I'm sure they're resource constrained. There's a lot of uh, I think I think Florida A&M's and HBCU. Yeah, it is. So, so that's a really, really a bummer because it's kind of a, a stain on, 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 you know, maybe that broader market. And, 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 and at the end of the day, man, you just, like I said, you hate to see it for those players, but damn, man, those guys, dude, it was until what, like a couple minutes to go in the first half, it was like 21 14. <laughs> I mean, these dudes didn't have. They didn't bring twenty five players. They only had seven offensive linemen. They fought hard. <laughs> I mean, holy I shit, that, dude! I tell you, they had to run out of gas. Uh, had to play a factor. But I'll be honest, I didn't watch the game. Uh, I wasn't going to watch it. I, I I was laughing at, um, you know, a bunch of comments people were making on Twitter about them not showing up, and I thought it'd be hilarious. But obviously, a lot of diehard Carolina football fans out there, and I know a lot of people make plans. Boy, it could have been uh, it could have been ugly. And if everyone had to line up at the Carolina Inn and just hammer back claws for eight dollars, there would have been some financial that would have repercussions. Been what, they'd have been covering that four hundred k for the Rattlers mm-hmm. if we lost that one, buddy. Just just in claw consumption. Um, but true to form, like I said last pod, we're the A and M, bro. You you fuck with the crab, you get the claw, and that's what we gave them. Um, Big win for the heels because it was a win for the heels. Uh, now we start the meat of the schedule going to App State next week before coming home after a week off, I believe. Maybe not. I don't know how much. Oh, Georgia State. Forgot about that one. So two games on the road. App State. We just talked about how tough that is. Noon kick. A nooner. Uh, Georgia State. A nooner. Then you come home, got number five Notre Dame. In the in the just Keenan. I don't even know. You can't does Keenan even have a nickname? The Rams pen. <laughs> uh yeah, so I mean it's football season, dude. The one thing I was bummed out about is I thought like I got all pumped up because Saturday I'm like, hell yeah, dude, I'm about to sit down here and watch some football. Sleep dog's been a little busy. And uh I realized that none of the games had started. It was like Nebraska and somewhere else playing in Dublin. I was like, I thought this was a, a NFL type um, circus act here. I'm trying to look now at the college football schedule coming up this Saturday. Let's see. We got some man. Where's the dude? ESPN's freaking website is uh, uh, Marshall, Notre Dame, Furman, Clemson, App State, Texas, dude. How is App State? Where's that's that, this Saturday, right? Where, what that, the fuck? Where, that's not App State. That's uh, it's Appalachian uh, State, dude. Go all the way up to the top. Um, where is the Alabama? Is that in? Um, this is next week's schedule. I'm an idiot. I guess this is like the first week. Hold on, go back oh, up man. to the top. So Damn it. it would have been like Thursday and Friday. Yeah, so Thursday. Up. Those are week two games. <laughs> ESPN's literally got them on the NCAA football, and I thought this W for Western Michigan was the Washington Commanders. So I got all thrown off. Um, 
God, this thing is all blended together. What a disaster. Anyway, so NC State, East Carolina, Georgia, Oregon. There it is. There's your big marquee game. Arkansas, Cincinnati. Dude, there is literally nothing here. No, Notre Dame, Ohio State. There's another one. That'll be good. That's a big one. There's your game right there. What time is that? That is 7.30 ABC. God only knows when, uh, what day that is because, damn, Ohio State. All right. Notre Dame, number five, at Ohio State, number two. Ohio State right now favored by 17 in that game. Bro. And here's another thing, all right? You want to go back to this line. I now look at this Alabama-Utah State game. Alabama at home, number one team in the country, Alabama. Like that Alabama. Favored by 41 and a half. And (laughs) Carolina was favored by 45. Get out of here, dude. Told you guys that was – wish we could go back in time. Anyway, man, you know, some some interesting stuff getting told. But, like, now they talk so much all the time about college football and all this sort of, you know, crazy stuff. I just don't follow it as closely, uh, broadly as I used to because, you know, there's so many meaningless games early in the season. But, you know, App State, you know, stay tuned. Got to stay alert if you're the heels. It, it'll one. be a great environment. It'll be a fun game to watch as a Carolina fan because I think App State's going to bring it. Uh, because I'll tell you this, a lot of App State players probably wanted to go to North Carolina. They just weren't good enough. And they'll have that <laughs> mentality of we're going to beat your ass. And they'll have a chip on their shoulder. So uh, we better bring it. And it'll be a good test. Uh, it'll be a good test for uh, Drake as um, you know he officially – you know. Um, has his first away game in a tough environment. So I would like to see how he handles that. And also our defense, which was atrocious last year, uh, how they do – man, I hate talking bad about kids like that. Uh, our defense needs to improve for uh, Carolina to meet the expectations that they have. Uh, that's just reality. And it will be a good test for them in a tough environment. So uh, if I'm a Carolina football fan, that's what I'm looking for. And, um, yeah, it'll be a good test for a young quarterback. So whether we think App State is a rival or not, they definitely do. My niece is a freshman this year, and she sent me a picture of a shirt at the student stores that says, there's no crying in football except in Chapel Hill. So I'm ready to go. I'll tell you this. I, I, would, I guarantee you a lot of people at App State, um, they're ready. Uh, this is a game they highlighted. And if I'm the head coach, I don't know who who scheduled this game. Uh, we knew what we were getting into when we put this on the schedule. Guarantee it. And I think last year, what kind of derailed our year was probably Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. If I recall, we had high expectations. We go up to Virginia Tech and uh, take a shellacking. Virginia and, tanked. And uh, <laughs> nothing good happens in Virginia, sleep dog. Uh-uh. Uh and so we come back down here, and I just felt like the expectations uh, last year were just suppressed, and you know that just getting that haymaker to start this, the year off at Virginia Tech really set us back. We talked about it a lot in basketball, man. It's different when the spotlight's on you versus off of you, you know. And last year it was on, and and we weren't good. That's a that's a clever shirt out there in App State, you know, freaking art school. You know, you'd think they'd. Um, I don't know. Maybe use somebody else. Maybe use their own idea instead of somebody else's for a T-shirt. But you know, I don't know much gonna, about App State. Well, I can tell you one thing. You're going to find out is we're going to beat the ever-loving dog shit out of them on Saturday. That's really the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the bottom line. Heard right, here first. That. All right. <laughs> Speaking of live, Moss. 
That's what they ought to do. Live ought to ought to ought to partner with Taco Bell and do a live Moss campaign, dude. Because because why not? I mean, that's what I would do if I were them. Everybody's jumping ship, dude. Harold Varner, Cameron Smith, like nobody gives a shit anymore about anything except dollar dollar bills, y'all. They are just freaking raking money in up there. I don't know. I don't know how you're gonna keep. What I worry about, I think, for golf is can it sustain two leagues? And if one's making money and the other one's, I don't know. It's not It's not like the NFL, XFL, or, or, or AFL, ABA, NBA kind of stuff where, I mean, I just worry that they're going to de- decentralize so much to the fact that neither product is any good. I don't know shit about Liv, except for all these people are real pissed well, that people are taking the money. We'll talk about it. Um, they play at the uh, International in Boston this weekend. Uh, they announced six signings, um, I think, yesterday or today. Like you mentioned, Cam Smith, Harold Varner, uh, Mark Leishman, um, just a few, uh, three of the six. But when you look at it, Cam Smith signed for $100 million, and he has made um, just under $30 million on the PGA Tour. And he said, hey, I wanted the money, and also this is going to give me more time uh, to spend in Australia where he's from. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for me, I'm like, well, well, it's hard to knock him for taking 100 mil. But, you know, a lot of people out there were saying, well, he's got 30 mil. How, you know, he could, you know, it's good enough. He's Man, got 30 million in career earnings on tour? Just under 30. And he's probably been playing longer than you think. He's young, right? Yeah, I would say he's pretty young. I would, I would consider Cam Smith... Uh, you called it the last major he won. Uh, I would say he's one of the up-and-coming yeah. young golfers, premier marquee golfers uh, in the country he's right gotta now. He's got to be 10 in the world right now. Easy. Th- this, is a, this is a huge signing for Liv. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are super emotional. Just all of a sudden, everybody's been the humanitarian uh, you know, expert and just how could you. Um, well, he took – you know, a hundred million from those people. That's how you do and, it. And uh, he said, "Have your opinions. I'll have my money." Um, and he's going to spend more time in Australia. But Harold Varner, who is a North Carolina guy, I think he went to um, East Carolina. East Carolina, um, also a Jordan Brand sponsored mm-hmm. golfer. I think there's only two golfers sponsored mm-hmm. by Jordan Brand, mm-hmm. and he's one of them. Uh, I think he's just Jeez, made over yeah. ten million on the PGA Tour. And he said this is life changing. Um, so, what was his contract over there? I could not find that. I could not find that on the internet. I was very interested because I wanted to see what he would make because I, I think he's a, I would say solid golfer. I don't think he's a marquee golfer, but I don't think he's a, you know, bottom tier. I think he's middle, middle. We'll see. Maybe in the top fifty golfers in the world, top seventy five. Say sure. he's forty six here. Okay. Yeah, and. You know, he's nothing too sexy about his game except for his Jordan stuff. And uh, it's not some guy I'm going to wake up and tune into at 8 in the morning on uh-huh. a Sunday. Uh, probably might not see him on many Sundays. Uh, but, you know, these are two big signings. And Mark Leishman is just, uh, I mean, I th- he might need a walker. He's still <laughs> old. He's so old out there. Australian, 62. Uh, number 62. Cam Smith says here, number two in the world. He's 29 years old. So... I mean, that's major. It's hard to believe that's not more of a story. And this is what the live thing is interesting to me is like, all right, think what you want about the moral, the morals of it all. Because quite honestly, like I'm not, 
I have no idea, right? Everybody's got their own interpretation of what's right and what's wrong. Personally, I'd like to tell you that I wouldn't go over there and do it just because I don't, you know, whatever. I think they're, whatever. Who cares? It does. That's not what I'm getting after here. All I'm saying is, is who do you think is the second best player in the NFL? Just pick somebody. Mm. Pat Mahomes, Jared, I, Josh Allen. I, I, for some reason, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Tom Rogers. Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Imagine Aaron Rodgers is a perfect example. Because Aaron Rodgers, if if NFL were a golf, Aaron Rodgers is the type of dude I feel like would go play in the live NFL tour, right? And like imagine football if you lost Aaron Rodgers to a different league. If you lost, you know, call it Tom Brady, call it, you know, whoever. Imagine in basketball if Steph Curry went and played somewhere else. If you know, LeBron James or any Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is your live guy in the NBA, probably, right? He's gone. So, I mean, in in golf, it's not I think the big thing that's really that's really taking the news is like whether it's right or wrong. My thing is 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 okay, I think if you have a league and you take those football players or you take those basketball players, all you're doing is decentralizing the product. Now you have a lesser product. In both sides, in both situations. And I think that's what you're getting. Now, regardless of money and all the how they treat players, blah, blah, blah. I just think as a fan, you're taking the best golfers in the world and you're breaking them into pieces. And they can't compete against each other anymore. And there's just no path in which I see this being able to sustain unless somehow Liv takes over or falters and everybody goes back to the PGA. So I, I don't think what had the PGA – their mentality right now, I don't think is feasible. Uh, I think at some point they're going to get tired of losing um, big time players, um, and this is a huge. Cam Smith's a big signing, mm-hmm. um, and I think at some point they're going to have to work with each other some capacity. And I think live. I, now, Greg Norman, he is uh, who I'm not sure if he's still running live, but he does not like the PGA, and so I don't think. If he's still working, if he's still running live, it's going to be hard for them to coexist because mm-hmm. PGA Tour hates live, live hates PGA Tour, especially Greg Norman. But I do think that the live would be um, a little more cooperative to work with the PGA Tour. The PGA Tour is going to have to change their mindset at some point. And I'm not agreeing with anything uh, that the Saudis had did or – all the wrong that they've done. I don't like their way of life, period. But the reality of it is golf is losing some of its best product. And uh, as a fan of the game, I mean, you've got to figure it out because um, I, I agree. There's no win and loss in this situation, really. It's just a loss-loss. It's Yeah, I mean, and just think of any – any great business or any great company, like if you consistently lose your, if Google's top developers walk away and there's no developer to come and replace them, all of a sudden people don't care about Google as much anymore. And, so, and here's here's my other point, and I've talked about this a long time ago. Google does business in Saudi Arabia. Don't tell me they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all these other companies do as well. Um, they have offices everywhere, China, Apple, all our products come from there. Um, you know, it's just like, hey, um, hmm. You know, Google doesn't have that. You don't look at that rep because they would be kind of like, uh, 
you know, somebody who does take stances against these things, but somehow right. they do business in all these places. Yeah, there's all that stuff going on, and it's it's a lot of noise, and it's hard to follow because there's no right answer. Um, it does seem like it's one of those weird places where there are plenty of wrong answers, but there's just not a right one. So if it's um, wrong, I don't want to be. I mean, if it's yeah, if it's wrong, I don't want to be right. If it's right, I don't want to be wrong. Um, <laughs> hey, um, but sleep. We talked about this when we first live was first coming up, and we said the PGA Tour is going to have to change some things, and they're going to have to. Uh, expand what they're doing, and they're going to have to develop their product. And I talked about this with you before the pod, and Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, um, and Dick Ebersol, and <laughs> <laughs> I think I said it right. And yeah, I think you did too because you were calling him Dick Ebersol. Ebersol. We- <laughs> Mike McCarley. Um, they launched a sports company um, called Tomorrow Sports. It's a new company concentrating on technology-focused ventures that feature progressive approaches to sports, media, and entertainment. They're not. We're not. Um, they're not sponsoring the pod, by the way. That was a. That was. Hey, an I'm just role. so that's what the company they started, and under that company, they did a TGL venture. And what this is, it's a tech-infused golf league. Uh, in partnership with the PGA Tour. Sounds like it's in partnership with fucking Drive Shack. And, well, buckle up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what they're doing is they're bringing uh, advanced technology, and starting in January 2024, they'll have six teams of three PGA Tour players. And it will only last two hours, which we're all about, you know, time value, in, out, uh, pay attention. It's not going to be a snooze fest like you know the actual Masters, golf, right? And then they'll have 15 regular season matches, followed by playoffs, semifinals, then finals, and there'll be a huge prize, uh, millions. And what they're doing is they're building venues so they can have a live audience and they can like hit the ball in the simulator, and you could see the tour guys up close, just like it would be an arena. Now this, I I don't know if it's intriguing, but it, it does bring a different aspect to the game. That shit sure is different. It seems like something that look, desperation breeds innovation, right? And I guess that it seems that seems like something that ain't gonna work, um, but it it could, you know, it could be different. Um, I don't know, man. It'll be interesting because all the PGA Tour has left to cling to is Tiger Woods. And Tiger Woods, I God, I love that guy, but he can barely walk anymore. He is not going to win more majors. He is not going to be in contention on on very many more tournaments. And like, you know, you kind of have watched the runway with Jordan in the NBA. Like Jordan is very much still relevant. Tiger Woods is always going to be relevant. Mm-hmm. But dude, Jordan isn't a recruiting tool anymore. Like, well, like he used to be. You know, kids care more about his shoes than they do meeting or getting a phone call from Jordan, right? They want to hear from, you know, they hell they probably rather talk to like John ja Moran or something, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing that you got to I think watch out for if you're the PGA Tour is like, man, like Tiger is a hell of a hell of a feather in your cap, but um, Arnold Palmer's dead. Like Jack Nicholas is old, right? Is he still alive? And then you got uh Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, yeah my bad. <laughs> and uh, you know, you've got these guys that that golf has hung its hat on, they're gone. 
they're either gone to live or they're, you know, they're going to meet the Lord. Yeah, yeah. And uh sleep the 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 point I like here is that golf is trying to change things and they're trying to interact with their fans. And so this isn't the traditional like go to a golf course, be really quiet. What they're trying to do is take it to an arena. They're going to try to add some entertainment so it's going to be loud interaction. It's not going to just be there sitting science uh, and watch these guys. You can like yell, scream. They're trying to do different things. So, you know, it might be interesting. They bring some performers and, you know, you get get a drinking game going with your boys. I mean, it, it could be something. I'm going to go back to my idea, dude. You want my fucking attention. You put me out there with fucking Tiger Woods. Let, let, let Tiger Woods, let Rory McIlroy, let these guys, you know, have a foursome, and on every foursome you got to play with a regular dude. I love it because, and I'm not talking about no fucking club pro am guys, and I'm talking about regular. I'm talking about sleep dog guys. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about eh, I might break a hundred because I'm telling you, anybody that plays golf a lot, you play better when you play with better people. I agree right? with that. 100%. Take a motherfucker out here to one of these goat tracks we play on and see if his ass can hit a ball out of the pine straw that ain't nobody fucking raked in, you know, since 79. Yeah, right? I mean, see if Tiger Woods can hit a Bridgestone under, from out from under a, a pine tree root with three pine cones sitting around his ball. I, I would love to see him get out of the traps when it's hard as uh, yeah. concrete. When You're not like digging all that, right under it, yeah, especially all the, if you the, give the, him a little The lip shit underneath of it that's yeah. sticking up out of the sand, and yeah, there's a little puddle over there. Yeah, dude, I don't give a shit if you <laughs> drop. Um, Shit's hard as a parking lot out here. So Putting green. Yeah, you know, you want to make golf interesting, regress to the mean, dude. Come back to where... Other people, you want to make the Olympics relevant again? Put Sleep Dog out there in the fucking 400 meter, okay? Like, put the Big Hawk in the pool. Let him swim Let against the Big Hawk like, in there, man. Yeah. I <laughs> put Pablo on the fucking high dive, you know? Um, I'm telling you, man, like, you want to watch golf? It's, it's like, look, man, keep it fucking simple. And I'm telling you, if they want to engage fans, what better way to do it? Then engage, you know, let them fucking play. Uh -huh. Hey, uh, I would love to see a winter sports would be the best. Uh, the Winter Olympics. Oh, yeah. Uh, the luge. The Speed skating. Oh, yeah. my God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine somebody out there, a regular dude out there playing hockey, mm. just getting decleated? I would love it. I, I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, what are some other, like, you know. The, even shit like the bow and arrow, you know, everybody's hitting the damn thing, and you're like, <laughs> funk, and you're like, oh shit, sorry, uh, Jim Nance over there with a fucking dart in his leg because <laughs> I can't even hit the. <laughs> I think they even have like where you run a, like a certain distance, a few miles, and then you have to shoot a gun at a target. Oh yeah, yeah. that would be amazing. Just yeah, uh, yeah, they have that one where you like you ski and you shoot. <laughs> A gun. And it's like, and then they don't have regular sports in there. It's like, bro, like, what's next? Fucking cornhole is going to be an Olympic sport before we die. Oh, my God. You know? I can't believe they have that on ESPN. Did you know that they have an Excel? I haven't seen this yet, but they have a Microsoft Excel championship on ESPN. Or they had it recently. Did you guys hear about this? Dude, I'm all in. You want to see, some, dude, Excel, Microsoft Excel championship. I'd watch that shit for hours. And anybody that's ever had an office job is with me, man. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people listening to this podcast that'd be like, I would love you know to see you sleep? enter it. I I I wouldn't mind. I mean, you never know. What do you think you would like where do you think you'd I would finish? get shit on? Do you just cannot believe the shit you can build in Microsoft Excel? 
You cannot. You could literally create an entire fucking multi-million dollar business in Microsoft Excel. And people that know it and shortcuts and all that, dude, I'm telling you, man, it's a sight to behold. I was, I was, uh, <clears throat> my wife was asking me last night, she was like, hey, can you help me with a spreadsheet? She's been asking me for a week if I could help her with a spreadsheet, right? And I'm like, well, yeah, sure. And then last night, I'm like, you know, I'm tired. I just ate a bunch of shrimp tacos and I'm like ready to go to bed. She's like, I'm, I feel a little anxious. I was like, well, what's wrong? She was like, that spreadsheet. I was like, well, when is it, when you got to have it done by? She said, well, tomorrow. I said, well, I'll help you tomorrow. She said, can we do it in the morning? I was like, I mean, I guess I get up early. I was like, I guess so. Like, what time in the morning? She's like, mm, 8 30. I was like, all right, get the computer. Like, we got to do this shit right now. And next thing you know, um, I got it cast up on the screen in the bedroom and she's begging me to stop. Like she just needed something relatively straightforward. If you don't, if you don't fuck with spreadsheets, like spreadsheets are hard. But if you know what you're doing, like you know, it, it can be fun. And I'm like asking her questions about the problems she's trying to solve, and then she, like it took her about five minutes to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, but I was like, and I don't know, she's almost asleep beside me, and I'm still like, hey, uh, what's what uh. What'd you say? You know, some code lingo stuff. And I was like, what does this mean again? She's like, will you shut the fuck up and go to bed? Because I don't care anymore. Um, dude, spreadsheets are fun. Be like learning a language for me. Dude. A new it's, language. Uh, most valuable. All you parents listening out there, you want to send your kids to school, send them to community college, teach them how to learn Microsoft Excel. Um, most valuable most valuable skill you can have in 2022, in my opinion. Um, anyway. Excel on the pod didn't see we didn't have that one on the notes on the on the chart, uh, but what we did have is a take that was very popular among our fans, which is our top five take. I think uh, one of our listeners actually approached us with this, which was a great idea. Um, we did Maybe Big Hawks Tim. top five all time basketball players, and people freaked out about it. Some were pissed. Some thought it was great. Nobody asked what the fuck I thought, which is fine. I'm used to it now. Um, somebody said, well, I had this revolutionary idea. Like, why don't you do the top five football players of all time? And at first glance, from UNC, at first glance, you're just like, well, who the fuck is going to – do we even have five? But when you start going down a rabbit hole, dude, there's some great football players that have played at UNC. Um so before we hop into this cookie review, Tyler, I'm going to toss it over to you. You're the one who brought it up. Top five? Top I got five. my top five right I'm here. I'm just going to riff mine. Tyler's been – I don't know what's gotten into Tyler, uh, but he's got notebook and all yeah, kinds of man, shit. Yeah, man. Hey, man. I was on a long flight. Julius Peppers, Jeff Saturday, Lawrence Taylor, Dre Bly, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, Hakeem Nicks, honorable mention. And um, who was the other really good – the guy used to run back touchdowns. No, not Gio. Uh, Brandon Tate. Yeah. Brandon Tate. So sounds Gio like a, is up. He's honorable. He sounds like a top seven. Um, top eight. But, yeah, hey. Um, yeah, I guess when you throw Gio in there. I mean, hard to argue with that list. I'm on no, – um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't come prepared to give my top five. But um, Nix is all on mine. Dude, Akeem Nix is – Maybe to me, other than Peppers, and, of course, I wasn't here when Lawrence Taylor was here. I feel like those two guys you got to have. Um but we've had some some excellent players. I mean, Dre Bly was was an incredible player. Um, you got Mitch over over Sam. Carolina players, hundred. Well, and this is not a knock to Sam. 
I, I man, Mitch could air that thing out yeah, like anyone I could. Like I, his balls were much better. Where are they now? Wow. Balls. Uh, <laughs> I mean, his just like the tightrope, frozen ropes. I just wish we could have seen him play uh, one more year. Um, but I'm. I'm we a almost big Mitch we, guy. we we recovered that onside kick against Clemson and Charlotte. I was there, and, and we mm, fucking chance of winning that game. It wasn't a good chance, even if we recover that kick. But you win that game, you win the ACC. You're in a college football playoff. Well, I don't even think a college football playoff existed then, but we'd have been in a big ass bowl game. Mm-hmm. Um, they were fucking good when he was here, man. At Mac Collins and and uh, Switzer and some other guys. Um, yeah, dude, it's 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 tough to put five on it because we've got you know we have a, a we were going back and forth the other day of a long list of uh, of really good players that come from UNC. Tate uh, as a top five guy, man, he was just excited. He was he electric. He was, he was a touchdown. God. I'd have to he put Geo over him. Just I, and I think Brandon Tate is like yeah, I, I'm with you. It's hard to argue. Um, yeah, Ebron was great. Um, you know, we've had you know plenty of guys in the. On the defensive side of the ball, um, old, old choo-choo justice. I mean, remember watching him when we were kids? Oh, yeah. Oh, he man. was amazing. He was good. We had Natron Means, uh, the Natron Bomb. That's probably one of the best nicknames in the history of football. Um, who else do we have? Sensiball was on our team. Um, a lot of defensive guys. Quinn, Robert Quinn, incredible player. Quinn Copels, Reddick. Connor Barth. Connor Barth. Also, dude, I mean, legitimately, kicked that kick to beat Miami. Dude, TJ Yates was a great player. Uh, yep. Um, I'm trying to think back to that Peppers era, who else might have been on that team. But it was funny because when we first started talking about it, you're trying to think of all these players, and I had totally forgotten about Julius fucking Peppers. I mean, that dude, <laughs> how do you forget? I mean, he's one of the best players in, yeah, he'll fo- be in, in the history of football. He'll right? be in the Hall of Fame. So, uh yeah, fun conversation to have. We'll throw that one out on social media. You can, anybody listen? Um, I feel like it might be a tree falling in the woods some days, but shoot us a note. Let us know who your top five is. Maybe we'll maybe we'll share it with you or with our audience. Um, let's get these cookies, man. Let's do it. So hey, listen, we got a request to do Chick Fil A, and listen, all right, Pablo, you like Chick Fil A? I do. Sleep hard not to. Ate there yesterday for breakfast. You know, Chick-fil-A breakfast is is it good? Different level. So we don't have it in Papa Bluff, believe it or not, like a lot of other things. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I'm not the biggest fan. It just seems like people love Chick-fil-A so much, so my expectations are up through the roof. That's um, like me with Bojangles, man. Damn, Tyler. Every yeah, time Tyler it. comes, we get two dozen cookies. Diabetes. This thing is girthy. Cookie? Yeah. Oh, chonk. It's kind of like a cross between a cookie and a meatball. Does anybody get oatmeal? It reminds me of the cookie at Jimmy John's. I used to work there, which is the only reason I'm thinking that. But it has, yeah, a little bit of that oatmeal hint, even though it's not. Jimmy John's has cookies. Do you ever OD on the free smells? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I used to have that cheap-ass sub. You couldn't get any, like a whole lot of shit on like no meat. Or no, you have meat, no lettuce, no fixings. But that shit was like $3 when we were Cut in school. Got the turkey, Tom. Uh, I, I think that might be it. Yeah. Nothing special about this cookie. Mm-mm. It's not bad. Mm-mm. Definitely not up there with the greats. Mm-mm. I tell you what, guys. I wouldn't go to Chick-fil-A for a cookie. Mm-mm. Not unless you, every place 
in the world doesn't have a cookie, and Chick Fil A is the only place that has one, that's the only time I'd go to Chick. You know where you go to Chick Fil A and get a cookie? Go on Sunday, because they'll force you to go somewhere else to get a fucking cookie. Yeah, I mean it's not bad, guys. It's um one to ten, four point five. Right on a round schedule. Now, I'll tell you what I like about these cookies. I mean, look, unless a chocolate chip cookie is like somehow messed up and unsafe to eat. Like somebody dropped a razor blade in that sandwich in the batter. They're edible. These do have a tinge of like sawdustness to them. But the thing I like about these is you can go for, you can go for volume. Mm-hmm. Even though they're thick boys, I like I like when you can go cookie for volume. Yeah, you can eat multiple of these for sure. About two. This thing's the size. I mean, I I kid you not, man. This thing is like it. It's weighty, man. It's got. It's like a little hockey puck. Mm-hmm. That's a great analogy. Yeah. So this, I'm looking now, it looks like it has a sunflower seed or some kind of thing inside besides a just chocolate chip cookie. And it's giving me a little crunch, which I like. I'm mm. going to say six for this. I like I like it. Damn, Pablo. I got a nut allergy. My throat's about to close up. I'm going to chocolate damn chip cookie. Um, <laughs> I go four. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I was like, dude. And a four, dude, in a world of cookies, put this some bitch in front of me, dude. I'll eat it every single day. But I ain't going out of my way to get it. Nope. This is where you can just go grab a box Found of them. them. Mm-hmm. So now, if I got some people coming over to my house and I got like some good cookies, I, put those I might out. go buy these and set them out. And, mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, can't go wrong. Also, can't go wrong with Jimmy's famous seafood, dude. I ain't putting them things out either. Because... Those are from me. You can get your party pack down Jimmy's famous box of seafood. I'll mail that shit right to your house, dude. They got, I mean, they got steak and shit, asparagus, ahi tuna, pasta, potatoes. It's not just seafood. It's like see the food when it shows up and eat it sometimes. I mean, you get crab cakes, though. I'm telling you, man. It, that's actually what this cookie reminds me of. Like, seriously. Big, thick, except for the flavor, right? Jimmy's famous seafood. That shit ain't no four. But weight, structure, heft, right? Check them out. Go to jimmysfamousseafood.com backslash. Don't put anything after backslash or you'll get a 404 error. So just go to Jimmy's Famous Seafood and order some today. Might have cookies. They got cookies. Throw them in the cart. That's how much they are. Mm-hmm. Or how they are. Anyway. Um, NFL next Thursday, 9 8, snooze all weekend football games. You got anything else, Big Hawk? Stay safe. Stay safe. How the cookie crumbles right there.